March 3rd, 1 Samuel chapter 12. And Samuel said to all Israel, Behold, I have obeyed your voice in all that you have said to me, and have made a king over you. And now, behold, the king walks before you, and I am old and grey, and behold, my sons are with you. I have walked before you from my youth until this day. Here I am. Testify against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken? Or whose donkey have I taken? Or whom have I defrauded? Whom have I oppressed? Or from whose hand have I taken a bribe to blind my eyes with it? Testify against me, and I will restore it to you. They said, You have not defrauded us, or oppressed us, or taken anything from any man's hand. And he said to them, The Lord is witness against you, and his anointed is witness this day, that you have not found anything in my hand. And they said, He is witness. And Samuel said to the people, The Lord is witness, who appointed Moses and Aaron and brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still that I may plead with you before the Lord concerning all the righteous deeds of the Lord that he performed for you and for your fathers. When Jacob went into Egypt and the Egyptians oppressed them, then your fathers cried out to the Lord, and the Lord sent Moses and Aaron, who brought your fathers out of Egypt and made them dwell in this place. But they forgot the Lord their God, and he sold them into the hand of Sisera, commander of the army of Hazor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king of Moab, and they fought against them. And they cried out to the Lord and said, We have sinned, because we have forsaken the Lord and have served the Baals and the Ashtaroth. But now deliver us out of the hand of our enemies, that we may serve you. And the Lord sent Jeroboam and Barak and Jephthah and Samuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side, and you lived in safety. And when you saw that Nahash, the king of the Ammonites, came against you, you said to me, No, but a king shall reign over us, when the Lord your God was your king. And now, behold the king whom you have chosen, for whom you have asked. Behold, the Lord has set a king over you. If you will fear the Lord, and serve him, and obey his voice, and not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, and if both you and the king who reigns over you will follow the Lord your God, it will be well. But if you will not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then the hand of the Lord will be against you and your king. Now therefore, stand still and see this great thing that the Lord will do before your eyes. Is it not wheat harvest today? I will call upon the Lord that he may send thunder and rain, and you shall know and see that your wickedness is great, which you have done in the sight of the Lord in asking for yourselves a king. So Samuel called upon the Lord, and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day, and all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. And all the people said to Samuel, Pray for your servants to the Lord your God, that we may not die, for we have added to all our sins this evil, to ask for ourselves a king. 
And Samuel said to the people, Do not be afraid. You have done all this evil. Yet do not turn aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. And do not turn aside after empty things that cannot profit or deliver, for they are empty. For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. Moreover, as for me, far be it from me that I should sin against the Lord by ceasing to pray for you, and I will instruct you in the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart, for consider what great things he has done for you. But if you still do wickedly, you shall be swept away, both you and your king. A People for Himself, Ryan Kelly. Much of the Old Testament contrasts God's covenantal faithfulness with his people's unfaithfulness to him. 1 Samuel chapter 12 is no exception. This chapter is like a prophetic cosmic courtroom. Samuel simultaneously plays both defendant and attorney, calling on the people to testify against him if he has been unfaithful to them. With the Lord as witness, the people acknowledge that Samuel has indeed not been unfaithful. The prophet is vindicated. He is, therefore, fit to put the people on the stand before the Lord. Stand still, in verse 7, is literally, present yourselves. Samuel builds his case against the people by recounting the key instances of God's faithfulness in history, similar to psalms like Psalm 78. Alongside the stories of God's faithfulness are laid those recurring cycles of the people's forgetfulness, God's chastisement, their eventual cry to God for help, and God's answer to prayer with deliverance. Israel's most recent rejection of the Lord in favor of a king like all the nations is one in a long sequence of periods when the people forgot their God and feared the wrong thing. This time it was the Ammonites they feared. Through the miraculous sign of an immediate serious storm during the dry months of harvest, God confirms Samuel's word to the people. To all this, the people respond seemingly well. They confess their sin and ask for prayer. Yet how many times in Israel's long past has a moment of spiritual sanity proved temporary? So there is an element of uncertainty regarding this new king and the people under him. Notice the if you language in verses 14 to 15 and 25. What is not uncertain, however, is the Lord's commitment to his great name and, by extension, his unswerving commitment to his people. The Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake because it has pleased the Lord to make you a people for himself. Verse 22. As God's people today, millennia later, under a new and better covenant, how much more can we attest to God's astounding covenantal faithfulness? We all the more must consider what great things he has done, 1 Samuel chapter 12, verse 24. Indeed, we must not forget who he is, what he has promised and performed, and to what he has called us as his people. We must not fear the wrong things. 
Only fear the Lord and serve Him faithfully, verse 24. We must not turn aside after empty things that cannot profit or deliver, verse 21. Or as the Apostle John simply put it, Little children, keep yourselves from idols. 1 John chapter 5, verse 21.